0: These may be challenging times, but have hope and listen to the untold health stories about incredible people who have committed their lives to better their communities. Diverse health activists, direct medical providers, community organizers that are helping our communities to get healthier and stronger. Stories of local heroes during the pandemic and even before that proves over and over again that people can come together during times of need and make the world a better place. Stories you would never hear of, except at Healthcare Untold, hosted by Barbara Ann Garcia. Our guest today is Yadida. um, welcome to Healthcare Untold. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, it's a great honor to have you with us. And so why don't you tell us about yourself and the community work uh, that you're involved in?
1: Alrighty, it goes quite Far back um, goes back to 2008. I got involved with the Southwest Organizing Project on Get Out the Vote. Um, that's kind of how I was introduced into the social justice movement. I've been working since I was 14. Um, I was a buster. I had a worker's permit, and the place I was at it wasn't working out well. I think I was 18, 19 years old. And a friend there introduced me to Swap, and they were paying pretty good money to go canvassing. And it took a long time for me to understand like what we were doing, um, because they would just give us a script and and you know, we'd see who was gonna get out to vote, see who we were, like were able to educate about the election and things like that. And so things started to come. Together, and then there were other initiatives or other bills or projects that SWAP had offered or needed help on. And the rest is history. I've just been helping on different um, campaigns and initiatives um, throughout the years. I've, I've worked at the organizers of the Land of Enchantment Center for Civic Policy, helped out with the Cesar Chavez March Planning Committee. Um, obviously helped at El Chante, Casa de Cultura. Um, And I just have a lot of love for my community. Um, So it's just, it's important for me to stay involved because if my family's not able to do it and friends and those people, I feel like at least if Yadi's involved and knows like what's going on, I can get that information out or kind of bring community together too. I feel like I have
0: a good skill in doing that. Um so you're a community organizer in the New Mexico Albuquerque area. Yeah,
1: I yes, I'm a community organizer in the New Mexico area. Um but I've done work in southern New Mexico. I've gone to organize with you know national partners um Center for Third World Organizing and New York, they're out of Oakland, but they had a a training or convening in New York. And I have built relationships with national, like other organizations as well, not just here in New Mexico.
0: And that's so important. You know, it takes People like yourself who really, you know, because you talked about, you know, if you're involved, then you can spread the word as well. And so your community organizing it for the community, but you're also community organizing within your own, your own familia and your own friends. Oh, yeah. And so that's so important. And so what drives you, Yadi? What kind of gives you that energy to continue this kind of work? Because it's hard, you know, knocking on doors. And sometimes, you know, I've done some of that knocking on doors, trying to get the vote out. And sometimes it's kind of disappointing. You know, people don't always respond in the way you think they're going to respond.
1: No, and I think everybody should try it and do it once. Kind of like, you know, everyone should be a service industry worker one time, too, um, cause I do that as well, but, um, what drives me is unfortunately, like some of it's bad stuff, some of it's good stuff. What drives me is a lot of the pain that I see, um, and have had to deal with myself. You know, I am like, there's a phrase that they use at La Placita. They say we are who we serve and it is true. I am who I serve. I I am not a mother, but I'm a mother to the community. Like I'm not a biological mother. I'm a right. theon in the community. And I have young nieces and nephews who I want to help like shape them to want to do maybe not necessarily the work that I'm doing, but like stay involved and know kind of what's right from wrong. Because I feel like in the last 15, 16 years, I've learned so much that I was never going to learn at UNM, like, and stuff, you know, so I just highly encourage people to, like, get involved, and I think that's what drives me. It drives me to see other people get involved, other people care, um, you know, all those people that you saw, like, gathered at the corner of Central and 8th for for Last Minute Navidad, like, you know... Um, farmers markets and things like that like I just like to see like the that come together because even though there's a lot of pain we could still have love for each other and and look out for one another and and see what we can do to help like maybe not everyone has the capacity to like go door knocking but there's other ways that you can be involved There's ways for you to like educate yourself, you know, and and what's going on around you.
0: Well, I immediately recognized you as a community organizer. You know, we went to the event that I met you at. And you came right up to us to help us kind of figure out, you know, what was going on. And, uh, and so I could see that, you know, you were one of the organizers there and which is why I kind of reached out to you and asked if you would be on our podcast. And, you know, our podcast is about people like yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we really believe when people come together, they can make incredible things happen. Mm -hmm. And um, like you said, you know, we are who we serve, right. Mm -hmm. Um, Our it's hard for us as people of color, as Latinos, as Latinx, it's hard for us to say that we haven't gone through something that we're not helping others around the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's a real important part of even our own healing um, mm-hmm. to uh, really give back to the community. I saw um, that you're an executive assistant to the executive director um, at La Placita in um In Albuquerque. And, you know, um, I think executive assistants are the bomb. I mean, I just think they're awesome. Um, I've had plenty of executive assistants in my career, and they make such a difference in the life (laughs) of an executive. So tell us a little bit about the work you're doing at La Placita. Well, first of all, let's just start with La Placita Institute and what they are. Mm -hmm. Um, So, La Placita
1: is a nonprofit in the South Valley. Um, they will be turning 20 years old in 2024. Um, it is ran by Mr. Albino Garcia. He's the executive director. Um, and we work on basically juvenile justice reform. Um, we help our youth and elder communities through like traditional healing. We have a local garden. Um, so we want to put nourishing foods into you know the community but not only does it go into the community it goes into the facility where they have youth um, detained Um, so we work closely with those youth and um, the youth uh, who are not you know detained and maybe working on their GED program are able to come and you know, volunteer their hours for school um, on the garden. And so that is open all year long. So, you know, they were harvesting and getting like CSA bags ready today. Um, But I think like my passion right now is like, it's my work and showing up to work and being, you know, the best that I can be so that albinos, you know, mind and brilliant ideas, um, can be articulated to whoever we meet, we may be like meeting with, like certain stakeholders and things like that. Um, so I'm just very passionate about the work that La Placita is doing right now, because not only am I employed, but I do believe in the work that they do. Um, it's very like servia- service oriented, which I really appreciate because, you know, there's a lot of organizations doing like great work but for the holidays for instance like Placita we didn't we didn't close down because around that time is when people need us the most and so you know we did get our time for relaxing and being able to like start the new year and stuff but it's very busy like we we have so much to do and there's so much people in need and I'm probably leaving some stuff out but um, you know we do the food distribution every Friday um, from 10 30 to like noon people can come and get um, free food and we also include some of the food from the garden as well that like I had mentioned earlier um, but right now um, my focus is to stay organized because I have to be, I have to have structure and there's logistics needed in, in this type of work, in this type of business, like, you know, from scheduling things to emails and planning events, like that is where my strengths are. I am great at planning events. I, I, like I said earlier, bring people together. Um, so I, I'm just kind of thriving right now, and I really appreciate the opportunity that I have to be a part of La Placita and the work that they're doing. I'm first-generation college student. Um, I struggled through that time, and like I said, I've learned so much just outside of that. Um, I may go back to school at some point, um, but right now, I have taken a lot of classes at u n m and at c n m, but I don't have a degree yet.
0: Oh no, that's okay. you know I, education is a lifetime pursuit, right? uh even for myself, you right. know, I had to work and then go to school and work and go to school, so it took me a long time to get my degrees because you know I had to work um mm-hmm. and so you know um that's a a, a normal process for people. Um, and education, like I said, is a lifetime pursuit. So um, that that's good that you t- you continue in, you know, trying to continue your education down the road. Um, and so what uh, do you think in the future you're going to be looking to do in the community of Albuquerque?
1: You know, I have so many dreams for Albuquerque. Um, th- there's There's a lot that I would like to get done.
0: Share with us some of those dreams.
1: Um, I feel like things are difficult for working class people and dreams are kind of hard to attain when you need more funds. Like for instance, if I wanted to open up a space, I would need money for that. Um. So right now it's like, my skills, I'm spreading them through the organizations like I value, and where I'm able to shine, and and my work is supported and accepted. Um, but ideally, like I would like to be an executive director at one point. All
0: right. Um,
1: I love podcasts. I love I this year I'm like I want to try acting or something or maybe I should. Get into a cumbia band. I don't know. I have I have lots of ideas.
0: <laughs> That's, um, beautiful. That's beautiful. But a
1: dream is to be self-sustainable and be able to work on art, be able to work on the community, be able to help the community, be able to provide a space, um, you know, to be creative or to drink coffee or to study um, maybe like sell stuff. I don't know. I, I haven't really had a chance to like, think about it exactly. But thank you for asking, because now I am going to, you know, good. start putting things good. to paper.
0: Good, good. Well, um, you know, one of the exercises I, I do coaching for people and one of the things I do is I have them do a five year plan. And it's a blank piece of paper that you get to create, right? And what do you want to do personally? What do you want to do professionally? And what do you want to do and accomplish financially? Uh, It's a great exercise. And uh, what it does, it just helps you get it out of your head and put it on paper. And it's almost magical because you go back to it a little bit later and you'll see, wow, I I accomplished some of these things I wrote down, right? So Mm -hmm. it's a... Um, you know, it's a, it's a good exercise to do for people who are trying to create their future. But I I thought it might be good for people to hear your reflection of Albuquerque, because Albuquerque is a beautiful city, a beautiful state, but it has um, a lot of poverty. Um, There's a lot of discrimination for people. Um, And tell us a little bit about what you see in Albuquerque through your eyes.
1: I see a lot of houseless relatives. I see a lot of pain. See people are cold and hungry. Um, But despite all of that, there's beautiful landscape, fresh air, mountains, um, you know, culture. I've been places, but not that many places. And you, you know, Albuquerque is unique. It's it's a very special place. I never left home before. Um, I've only like traveled, left maybe for like twenty days one time um, for for work. But I'm just very attached to my home, and I'm. It's just gotten really bad. It's you know the gun violence and the violence from APD and it's just I don't feel safe and so I basically hang out at home all the time which I don't mind after the pandemic like I realized I'm actually a homebody not the sociable person I thought I was
0: (laughs) right I think we all kind um, of experienced either we were introverted or extroverted even those extroverts had to come home
1: (laughs) yeah and I'm like no I actually like this Um, But I want that to be the same for everybody else, you know, like, when I'm home, I am thinking about folks who are out there with, you know, who are cold and have to stay up all night because they can't sleep
0: because it's too cold. That's right. That's right.
1: So, you know, it's, it's stuff that keeps me up at night. And that's why I'm just so dedicated to my community and my city. I'm very proud of Albuquerque.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're so proud to be at that artist uh, community and really see people working together and the work that you were doing there. And so, you know, we really want to thank you on behalf of Healthcare Untold for your passion and your dedication uh, to your community. It makes the biggest difference in the world when people like yourself do the work and continue to, um, you know, kind of respond to what we see in the streets of Albuquerque. And I saw it too um and it's difficult to see and it makes you feel like you're participating in the solutions when you get involved and you do community organizing and work and so it's
1: a small drop in the bucket but i'm trying and you know meeting people like yourself and and other people in the community like i'm not i'm not alone you know there are right. people who are on board and yeah just I, I'm excited for the spring to come because hopefully that, you know, brings some healing for some people and we see at least some, you know, some good changes, even if they're small. Um, but I'm, I'm hopeful and I am here. I'm here to support, you know, my city and, and I hope to, to lead, you know, by example of our younger generations and see what kind of work they can get done as well.
0: Excellent. Well, we're here talking to Yarida Estrada, and uh, we're so proud of you and the work that you're doing in Albuquerque on behalf of Healthcare Untold. Gracias, and uh, you keep doing the work.
1: Thank you. It was it was so nice. You have a great day, and invite me back. I probably I, I will.
0: Chat. I will. <laughs> You'll be back.
1: Healthcare Untold. Healthcare untold. Healthcare untold.